mess? Is it on the bottom of the table? That Gross. Is it, is it dripping? Oh, my what? shoe. <laughs> what? Let's, let's keep an eye on this make sure we can always scoot the table. Over. I'm wearing black hey, shoes, too. Hey, scoot the table a little bit. To yeah. the... Ow. Sorry. Okay. You might want to take your headphones off for that's, a minute. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Welcome everybody to Catch All Podcast. I'm Parker. I'm here with Adam. Hey. Boy Wonder producing. Matthew. What to do? This is Catch All Podcast. You can find us on all the kind of social media on the internet. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> SoundCloud. If you're into listening to podcasts on that. Or go to iTunes or any other podcast service. Yeah. This week. Oh, what? We're kind of like the SoundCloud rapper of podcasts. Exactly. Except we, we're, we're like... We're going to make it. That's in, that's ridiculous. Uh, this week, we're going to be kind of having a free-for-all episode. We don't really have a topic lined up. But first, catch us up. Parker, let's start with you. I have oh, a lot to catch up you threw with. back to me. I did, man. Whoa, okay. Parker, catch us up. Um, all right, so I wasn't on here last week. You had Josh Kilcrease on. I have not mm-hmm. listened to that episode, so I don't know how it went. It could have been terrible. <laughs> we blasted you like half the episode. Well, I'm sure we, you dropped the ball the majority of the time. Um, what was I doing last week? You were... Last episode. <clears throat> doing something with Emily. That sounds about right. Oh, yes. I had to be at the house for the handyman to be That's there. That's what it was. And finish the washer and dryer. Yes. That's what it was. So all that stuff's been finished. He, Were you, were you at the house when we were uh, moving our refrigerator and stuff in, like right after we bought it? No. Because Zach was with me. We had to move the fridge in. Mm-hmm. When we got it into the ha- It's tricky to get it into the house because as soon as you walk through our front door, you've been there, there's mm-hmm. a wall in front of you. So you have to be able to like, maneuver it around that wall and pivot. make that turn. Yes, exactly. Pivot. Um, you have to be able to get through that. And then the door frame to get into the kitchen, there used to be a sliding door because when we took these 2 by 4s off the door frame, which I'll get to in just a second... Mm-hmm. There were tracks still in the wall where there used to be a sliding door right there. Mm-hmm. But when we were removing our refrigerator in there, um, it wouldn't fit. So we had to take these two by fours that they had put in the middle of the door frame mm-hmm. to, it basically made it smaller. Yeah. So we had to take the two by fours off. We found that old track and we were able to get the refrigerator in and all that stuff. But we haven't had a washer and dryer since Emily's been living there since September, August, whenever she moved in. I was wondering why she smelled so funny the other day when mm-hmm. I saw her. Exactly. Huh. She's actually able to wash clothes now. Nice. Um, so we had a handyman come and install a washer and dryer, and he knocked that uh, door frame in the kitchen in about six inches or so. Yeah. So just widened up that door frame. Yeah. And did a little uh, rearranging in the kitchen, just made it a little nicer. Moved the hutch off the window. I don't know if you <laughs> paid any attention to that. It's off the window in the kitchen and against the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just opens up that window so it has more light coming in there. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so we're slowly making progress. Uh, Emily's roommates have till the end of this month, then they're going to be moving <laughs> their stuff out, and then I'll slowly start moving my stuff over. 
nice, and nice. building my aquariums over there, which I'm yeah. super stoked for. Yeah, mm -hmm. video series. Yeah, it's going to be a video series. Yes. Other than that, um, I have some other catch-up stuff, but I figure since this is just going to be a free-for-all, I'll save it for like the conversation part portion of it. This can be like an hour-long catch-up. Hour-long catch-up? Oh, yeah. so, okay, so catch-up is the topic. Yeah, that, that, that that's cool. Okay, um, well, I did something, so <laughs> hop back over to you. Okay. Catch us up with something, Adam. Well, let's see. How the um, pops? How they handling okay? Huh? How the pops handle? They pops. are right. What yeah, do you mean you the pops? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're okay. Good. I didn't know if you were doing that for a sound test purpose or what. No, I'm doing it. Well, I'm really doing it because I can hear it. Like, mm. very. I, I have to listen to you right now. Yeah. Like, I have Adam's to... monitoring at the same time when he's trying to do a podcast. Oh, yeah, guys. Let me just paint a picture. I'm sitting here. We have our nice little boom stand rested on a towel. Rested on a towel because the boom stand can't hold itself up. <laughs> it's, it's a lot like me. <clears throat> Anyways. Um... So I've got the headphones in, and you know how I usually get distracted while people are talking? Mm -hmm. Well, I kind of have to listen right now. Mm -hmm. It's like you're in my head. Oh, okay. Good. So, That's um, where I write where I belong. Yeah. But um, this past Wednesday at church, it was kind of nice. I got to play lead instead mm -hmm. of sing. Mm -hmm. I had someone come in and fill in for me. Mm -hmm. Fill in for you being there. That's very interesting. Well, he was... Well, not really filling in. He was a guest singer. It's mm -hmm. one of yeah, that does, Daniel's that makes, friends. That makes more sense than filling in with you still being there because that's the opposite of filling in. I don't make sense. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. But um, that was nice. Um, I, I was actually... <coughs> excuse me. This freaking weather. Don't blame it on the weather because you've been coughing like this for nine months. Yeah, but I woke up this morning and my throat was like completely dry. You should go to the doctor. That's a perfect opportunity. Well, I'm currently... I think I'm actually uninsured... Because your boy lost his job this week. Nice. Tell yeah. us about that. Uh, before you tell us about that, are you sure? Because you're 24, right? Yes. How are you not still on your parents' insurance? Because aren't you supposed to be on there till you're 26? No. The way theirs were, it was 25 is when you have to get off of their insurance. Your dad's insurance in particular. Yes. Okay. Because I know with like the whole like Obamacare and stuff, it was moved to 26. But uh -huh. I got screwed out of it, too, because when I turned 24, mm -hmm. I had to come off of it because my dad worked for Southern Company, yeah. and Southern Company policy apparently overrides federal law mm -hmm. because nice. Southern Company's policy was that when you turn 24 and um, your parents or whoever's insurance you're on is retired, mm -hmm. you have to come off. If they weren't retired, you can stay until you're 26. Yeah, no, I don't know. I think that's different for different insurance policies. Mm -hmm. um, no, I know when I started working at CVS, that's when we took me off of their policy. Okay, so you weren't even, you were <laughs> taking off their policy already. Yes. Okay. Are you still so, in their dental policy? Huh? Are you still in their dental? The way it worked, mom, she's got like insurance through the state for life or something like that. Uh-huh. So my dad and I, or I had dental and vision through her. Uh-huh. And that's like, I think, until I get a job with better benefits. Mm. I'm not sure exactly how all that works. Insurance kind of goes over my head. Okay. Because I kept my dental, even though I got bumped off the health insurance, uh -huh. um, I was able to stay on their dental insurance till 26. So I just yeah. recently this year got my own dental, in, or I guess it was last year, whenever yeah. open enrollment came up at my job, that I got the dental insurance. Yeah, I was going to ask stuff. if it was through the aquarium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got cool. all, all, my, like all my insurance through that. But the, through the transition period, before I got a full-time job and I came off my parents' health insurance, I had mm -hmm. to just buy insurance, which I don't know if you've ever actually looked at that, but that's ridiculously expensive. It is. It's insane. It was like, um, I think it was through Humana. 
It was like $300 a month just for standalone insurance. Yeah, it's crazy. And then um, just with like having the benefits through a full-time job is like $70 a paycheck <laughs> or something like that just yeah. for health insurance. And then dental, I mean, it's not very expensive at all. It's like $5 or something. Yeah. Yeah, I know um, when I started working at CVS, they had – no, we they took me off of their insurance, I think, when I turned 20. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why. Yeah, I know um, that's weird. I, like I said, that goes over my head. Yeah, I don't um, know why you wouldn't just kind of ride out um, staying on your parents' benefits for as long have, as you can because it's more than likely that their benefits are better. Yeah, I have than what you no Because that's what Emily's doing. She's Until we get married, mm-hmm. She's, I mean, she's still on her parents' insurance. Yeah. There's no reason for her to come off. I have no idea. Okay. Um, Interesting. But anyways, I know before I got insurance through CVS, I had Ambetter, mm-hmm. which... That's I don't know uh, what that is. I've had I went um, Blue Cross Blue Shield was what my dad had. Yeah, um, I that's had, who my parents. I had have. to do, go to the Humana for like a month until I f- got a full time job, and I never even had to like make a claim or anything like that, or go to the doctor. So I don't even know how that was. Um, I had when I got a full time job at the zoo the first time they had Kaiser Permanente, which sucks. I don't know if you've ever gone to a Kaiser facility or know anything about mm-hmm. Kaiser. But you have to do everything in their network. So you have to go to a Kaiser facility, mm-hmm. see a Kaiser doctor, and everything's like in there in this one building. And the nearest one was like an hour away. Yeah. So I had to go there once when I got that bamboo shoot stuck in my eye. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. When I was coked up on a bunch of Vicodin. <laughs> <laughs> that um, was great. I had to go to a Kaiser facility. And it's, I mean, it was like an hour away. And I'm just <laughs> sitting over here, water pouring out of my eye in pain. Yeah. And um, I had to go over there. So I didn't. I wasn't a fan of Kaiser. And then um, the aquarium, uh, the zoo went to uh, Etna. Yeah, that's who CVS had. And then and they was, were good. Etna, Etna's and Blue Cross Blue Shield are pretty much about the same in my eyes. Then when I moved over to the aquarium, they had Blue Cross Blue Shield for like the first little bit until the new year, and then they switched to Etna. Yeah. So that I don't know, so I'm still with Etna. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's fine. I guess it's about the same. Yeah, I. It's like fifty dollar copay for a specialist, twenty five for a normal doctor visit, mm-hmm. which is about normal, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I know with CVS I had Aetna, but before that I had <coughs> Ambetter. Uh huh. Which I've never even heard of them. They're, um, I know they were kind of like Kaiser. Mm-hmm. You had to use them, their doctors, which were Hope Health. Hope Health. The Hope Clinic. The Hope Clinic. Have you not ever heard of that? Oh. Really? No. Oh, that's like Obamacare. Uh-huh. Um, lower... Hopefully that didn't pick up in the track. What? I heard that ding. Oh, yeah. It probably did. Classic. Um, no, oh. they're... It's like lower income uh-huh. sort of stuff. But, yeah. That's why I don't, don't go to the doctor. What? Because I'm not insured. Oh, currently you're not currently, insured. No. I didn't know. Well, I didn't know if that was the excuse you were using for never have been to the doctor because you didn't oh, like no. these people. No, 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 okay, no, no. Okay, currently no. you're uninsured. You're going to yes. have to pay that penalty if you don't get insurance, son. I know. We probably shouldn't have this on the show. Why? It's a good conversation. It's just talking about life. Yeah, but now the government's going to have to listen to me more. They're not going to listen to it. You don't think they're going to listen to this? No. Um, but no. Anyways, do you want me to tell the story of how I lost my job? Um, uh, or save it. 
Let me. All right, let me go again, and then you can tell the story of how you lost. Wait a second. Well, Matthew's talking a little oh, bit. Oh, Matthew too. wants to talk. All right, Matthew, Matthew. get in there, boy wonder. Yeah. Let's go. You want to catch up? Yeah. Tell us what you've been up to, there, big Skippy. I don't have a whole lot to catch up. All right, on, perfect. But... All right. <laughs> Bruh. I was I was doing schoolwork lately, and uh-huh. I'm still trying to you know search for a job. I wish you know. Man, that was exciting. All right, Parker. I'm kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. I'm Are kidding. you so? What kind of? What kind of, are you just looking for a part-time job right now while you're in school? Yeah, just a part-time job. I didn't know if you're already starting to look for more full-time for when you graduate and all that kind of stuff. Um, not yet. I'm probably going to wait till I get close to uh, graduating. How, how much longer do you have? Um, I'm not exactly sure. Probably about maybe two, three more years. Oh, okay. So you still got a while. I still got some time to go. So, so. You're, are you looking for just any kind of full-time, I mean, part-time job or just something? Any part-time job would be oh, okay. uh, great right now. But. I got gotcha. you. I've been I'm, I've done restaurant work that was fine. I definitely have an appreciation for the restaurant industry now, yeah. having worked in it. And it kind of sucks. Yeah. And then I did did the UGA thing for a little while, which was just a bunch of manual labor. Mm. And it's in the out in the heat of the summer sun. Yeah, working at UGA that was it was a fun job. I, I mean, enjoyed. I definitely liked it. I mean, that's I mean where I met Zach, and I mean, Zach's gonna like one of my lifetime friends now. And Jake and I worked there together. So your boy Dirty Jay. Your boy was, Dirty Jay. It was pretty. It was nice because I was mm-hmm. working with my friends. Yeah, but uh, and you saw me. To, yeah, I, I did get to see you. You just cannot get away from me. No, you can't get away from me. I'm, I'm like a parasite. And just well, I was gonna say I'm like got a my growth. tendrils in you. What? What? It's a tendril. A tendril? You like little like little feelers? Huh? Latched into you. You're like yeah, you're like a growth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just can't get away. So I've been, you know, I've been playing Dishonored, which oh, I think God. we talked about Here last time. Yeah. I finished Dishonored 1. I finished the uh, Brigmore Witches DLC stuff. Mm-hmm. So I started Dishonored 2. And I just want to take a minute and talk about how awesome Dishonored 2 is. Okay. And especially the level design. Yeah. Because there is one level that takes place at the Clockwork Mansion. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're going there. You're trying to find this dude. You're trying to find Anton Sokolov, who was a character in the first one, who's the scientist, kind of like the brightest mind of the age. Kind of like a Albert Einstein figure. Yeah. Painter, philanthropist, inventor, all that kind of good stuff. Like Elon Musk. Just like Albert Einstein. And you go in this clockwork mansion. This uh, guy who owns this mansion has him kind of held hostage. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Adam, I despise you. Um, so you go in the clockwork mansion, and there are the, these levers all over the place. And when you pull the lever, it changes the layout of the mansion. Mm-hmm. So, to get from one room to the next, it may seem like this room had, doesn't have any exits to it. You pull a lever, and then the rooms will kind of rearrange, and then you can go from one area to the next. <laughs> yeah. What It takes you just a minute to figure out that is if you pull the lever, and like the wall panels will kind of come out, and then move around, and then kind of fall back in, or either a section of the floor will kind of fall down. Mm-hmm. You can actually get behind those wall panels, or get down in the floor, and like get in the skeleton of the house where like what? the mechanics and stuff are moving these things around and just like bypass kind of behind all the guards and stuff. That's awesome. Just That's like really the, cool. The, the care and depth put into like this level design yeah. is so interesting. Huh. And the most recent level that I just <laughs> finished was this manor. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the clockwork mansion, but it's a, another manor that you go to uh, pretty close to the end. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm pretty close to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're trying, there was a ritual performed there and you're trying to figure out this ritual and, um, in Dishonored you have access to like these magical abilities and stuff. Mm-hmm. At this particular manner, since there is like this weirdo ritual performed there, it zaps you of all your 
like magic basically and so yeah. you can't use your magic but you get this new tool that allows you to pop between two different points in time so mm-hmm. three years ago <laughs> and the present and so to bypass certain obstacles and stuff you have to like pop between time zones <laughs> that's crazy and then get around certain things or like if you're in the past where the guards are and mm-hmm. they just about to spot you you can pop back to the present and then what? you're you're i mean you're out of view of them that's crazy and then it has a, a cool little um trick i guess where when you're holding you hold this artifact in your hand and you hit the square button and then it pops up this little fan mm-hmm. so without going back in time you can see what's going on in back in time so if you're like looking for a guard mm-hmm. you can put him in your vision and then get behind him pop back at that time strangle him and then go out and then hide him and then good pop back grief. to present and then just kind of oh it's so it's so good <laughs> excuse me Bless you. and then like certain things there's this one puzzle room where you're trying to unlock this safe and there's a dead dog in there in the past and in the present there there's these uh creatures called blood flies and they'll make nests um and they are covering up the safe in the present that has the combination on it because the safe is open in the present it's got the combination on it but the nest is covering the combination yeah um and in the past the safe is closed and you're trying to get what's in the safe but you don't know the combination so in order to find out the combination, you take this dog carcass, and there's a furnace in this room. You put the dog carcass in the furnace, burn the dog carcass, and since there's not a carcass there in the present, the blood flies are not drawn to the carcass, so they never build their nest. And so they never cover up the safe, and you can see the combination on it. Go back in the past, put in the combination, and they get the treasure. That's absolutely disgusting. It is so good. But that's cool, though. It's so much fun. Now, this game is made by Bethesda. Right? Uh, oh, Dishonored? Uh, it's published by Bethesda. If you had not asked me who developed it, I would have been able to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I can look it up real quick. But Bethesda did publish it. Yeah. They're not the developers of it. Let me look it up real quick. But, you know, you play as Corvo <laughs> in the first one. And then the second one, you had the option to play as Corvo or Emily, who was the little girl you were protecting in the first one. Mm-hmm. So there's two different ways to play through the game so i'm playing through it currently as emily so the second one is it this same like is it the same time the first one's going on or is it no it's 15 after? 15 years later so emily's oh, like okay. grown up into um being empress arcane studios um oh, okay. developed it yeah so she's grown up and she's now empress and then you know it, yeah. go, it goes on from there that's cool yeah but dishonored is so much fun now let me ask you something yes. i just want y'all's opinions yes yes, yes all right yes, yes, yes. talking about time travel Time, oh, time travel. <clears throat> okay. Um. Okay. So say, all right, I'm in the present. I, oops, sorry, man. But I travel back in time. Mm-hmm. If you travel back in time, this, this is going to get very philosophical. Yeah, this is going to get pretty heavy. Um, if you travel back in time from the present, mm-hmm. does that wipe out everything that has ever happened to what you've done? from when you travel back to the present? Well, see, there's no definitive answer right here because no one knows how time travel is going to work. Theoretically, you know, we can travel forward in time, but there's not, according that I'm aware, in the laws of <laughs> physics, there's not a way to travel back backwards. Yeah. Because uh, the way time moves, it moves slower, closer to more massive gravitational objects. So, like, that's why if you get so close to a black hole things seem to go slower and slower mm-hmm. and slower and slower until they basically stop yeah like in um interstellar when he was getting sucked into that black hole yeah yeah um it looked like Murph. he was sitting around Murph, don't do it Murph. Murph. stop me now Murph. anyways um how 
from the outside, it looked like he was just sitting right mm-hmm. there, sitting still. Mm-hmm. Whereas from his perspective, everything is shaking mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just like, well, spaghettifying. It's like the GPS satellites, that has to be taken into account because they're further away from the Earth. Their mm-hmm. time moves quicker than time does right here. So that has to be taken into account. And the clocks on the GPS satellites are calibrated in such a way where they are working the way time is working here. It's relativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's um, Einstein's theory of relativity. But, yeah. I mean, all that stuff has to be taken into account because if the GPS satellites weren't calibrated that way, it would be giving you wrong directions. Yeah. So you think that all the memory, if you did, if you were to travel back in time, hypothetically... Hypothetically. Uh, you think that it wouldn't wipe the memory? I just okay, want to know so, what you think. So, so we're th- thinking hypothetical. So if I'm my person and I try, like... I stay constant, but if I were to get the world around me to go in reverse, and I appeared in the past, so you are you. What's the question you're asking me? Okay. Me. Yes. I want to travel back in time. Okay. I want to go back to where Matthew and I were still sitting at Safe House. I cherish those memories. Okay. Um, <laughs> I want to go back to sit in that booth again. Mm-hmm. All right. If I were to travel back in time, would that wipe out all the memories of us driving? out here okay so it makes sense I'm trying I'm trying to follow you you're so if you travel back in time are you would I forget are you you thinking you're going to be like back to the future rules where there's going to be two of you or are you thinking like X-Men Days of Future Past where your consciousness is sent back in time basically and you're in the same body yes Uh, X-Men Apocalypse I mean Days of Future Past I I didn't mean to say Apocalypse so that's is that how you're thinking it? Would that's be? that's the way I'm thinking, but I mean I'm just wanting your opinion because I mean usually I mean I, I don't know I don't think there's any way to definitively say one way or another how that's going to operate. I mean the easier way to think of time travel would be like Back to the Future. You just mm-hmm. travel back in time and then you have two of you, mm-hmm. and if you step on a cockroach, it messes up everything. And butterfly effect. Yeah, butterfly effect. Uh huh. So um, but I just I, I've never actually thought of it that way. I thought that was. Uh-huh. kind of cool idea of where your consciousness goes back to uh-huh. and it just kind of like wipes out everything that happened between uh-huh. then and now yeah I don't know huh. I don't know back heavy. to the future rules are pretty similar to Jack and Daxter rules which I've yes. also been playing yeah. recently <laughs> good segue oh man I um there's the P- PlayStation 2 classics on PlayStation 4 <laughs> of the Jack and Daxters uh-huh. and Jack and Daxter is one of my all-time favorites and mm-hmm. I just recently completed I've been popping back between those and Dishonored 2 remember that time you let me borrow Jack and Daxter I do you I still actually have think you play- gave it to yeah, me yeah you still have my PlayStation 3 collection I'm pretty sure you I think just I gave just it said to you me. can just have it yeah I, um, I just finished Jack and Daxter the Precursor Legacy platinumed it classic boom done now I'm in Jack 2 which I don't know it's it's a little frustrating just because it doesn't run as smooth as it did yeah. on the PlayStation 3 um, collection. Oh, like, really? Yeah, there's a bunch. The frame rate drops a lot. There's um, a lot of like audio clicking and popping during cutscenes, which is frustrating. Which really? I think it's just a, a porting issue. Yeah. I don't know what, what the deal with it is. I yeah. mean, it's still Jack and Daxter. It's still fun. Yeah. And from what I can read, that uh, Jack 3 does not have those issues, and the Precursor Legacy did not. It's yeah. just that Jack 2 does. <coughs> now, Jack 3 was a fun game. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've... the whole trilogy is one of my all-time favorites, because yeah. I have memories of playing it. I mean, when Precursor Legacy first came out, and I got my <laughs> PlayStation 2 back in, like, fourth, fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Jack and Daxter was one of the first games I played on it. I remember, I think... Um... 
when you had it for the PS3 when Blanche and I were together, I remember we would talk on the phone and she would be talking while she was playing that with you, mm-hmm. like sitting in your room. You remember that? Kind of, sort of, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make Emily... Emily's coming over to my parents' house tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to make her a PlayStation ID, and then I'm going to expose nice. her to Jack and Daxter. Because <gasps> she needs to experience that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Those are fun games. I They're remember fun. Jack 3 was the first game I ever beat, like, all the way through. Really? Mm-hmm. You didn't do the other two? No. Did you even play the other two before you played? Oh three? heck yeah, I played both. You just of them. didn't play them to completion. Two, I got stuck in this one mission, and was I was it the up. temple, the temple no, of Mark? It wasn't the temple. You had to do some kind of like stupid uh, speeder challenge. You're like racing the police, mm-hmm. and um, you're like going to get ammo or something. I can't... It's about halfway. I think it's like right at halfway through the game. That's okay. Something sounds familiar right there, and I think I did beat one because I know. Uh, I remember you have to race Errol through the city at some point, which yeah. he's part of the the Crimson Guard. So that may that that's the mission I'm kind of thinking about. Maybe that, I think be. that may be it. Really hard. Um, I remember when I beat Precursor Legacy the first time. I didn't hundred percent it just because I was a dumb kid and I was just playing it to play it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but like when you go back, like you have to get all the power cells to get to um, the end boss encounter. Mm-hmm. But then if you go back and get all the power cells <laughs> in the game, which is I think's 101, you mm-hmm. get that bonus little cutscene, like putting them in the holes of the this big precursor door at the end, and then mm-hmm. it opening up, see this blinding light, and then that's how it leads into Jack Two with like they're on this rift runner thing. Yeah, that little speeder whatever it is and they have the rift gate and then mm-hmm. you see the metalhead come through and blah blah blah, blah. i'm gonna have to play these games again they're so good yeah throw, they're fun throw up your um playstation 3 you got that collection yeah get that platinum trophy oh god that would take me a long time to do yeah, i beat it in like three days yeah but this is 100 percented it my attention spans like half yours i don't understand like i just mm, mm. Mm. When I put my mind to something it's got to get done got yeah. all the scout flies got all the orbs how Jack two and three, however, like the orb collection is a little different. You have to do all those like mini games and stuff. So yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if I'll get all the orbs in those unless the completionist part of me just earns for it. Yeah, Jack two and three were a lot more free roam than Jack. Oh and yeah, Daxter. yeah, it's, it's open world compared mm-hmm. to um, <laughs> Jack and Daxter's kind of like hub worlds, I guess, because you yeah. had like the hub world and then like these little trails to go like crash bandicoot do these specific levels yeah yeah did you ever play that as a kid no but i want to play that uh man crash bandicoot remastered collection because they made them remade them from the ground up for playstation 4 and that's things three those are classics and i saw a rumor on reddit the other day that they may be doing the same thing for spyro like remaking them from the ground up the Uh first three and then putting on playstation 4 which would be pretty cool yeah, yeah. Crash Bandicoot. Kelby and I used to play the, that game mm-hmm. a lot. Really? Oh yeah. That that was just one that I'd never gotten into. I played the Spyros, and then I played uh, like rented Rayman from Blockbuster and tried to play it, and then I just Rayman. Could not that was get fun. into it. Could not get into it. And Crash, I never never got into. But yeah, Rayman was like what was it? The Raving Rabbits or the Raging Rabbits? Way or? before that, because that was like. After Ubisoft mm-hmm. got that IP or something that they started doing the Rabbids or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That was the, I was still a kid, so all mm-hmm. I really paid attention to was Rayman. Yeah. Uh, all right, Adam. So tell us a little bit about what you got going on. Uh oh yeah uh, about losing my job that was real fun mm-hmm. I won't go like super in depth with it, but I'll. I want you to go in depth and tell me the people's names. Absolutely. Okay. 
Um, all right. So I left Chronic to go to McDonough. Mm-hmm. Another Nissan dealership. Yeah, another de- Nissan dealership. Why don't you just leave that plugged in there, champ? I don't know. I'm just playing with it. Yeah, don't do that. Um, I'm sorry. Anyways, I left Chronic to go to another Nissan dealership in McDonough. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like right off the interstate. There's more traffic. Uh-huh. And, more, um, more likelihood for sales. Yes, more like that's what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. So I get there, super excited. This place is nice. Mm-hmm. Like a really pretty dealership. Mm-hmm. So I get Gr- there. Griffin does just have like an air of skankiness on it. Yeah, but I mean, Nick, Chronic Nissan's still nice. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, there's something endearing about the skankiness yeah. of Griffin. Yeah, but anyhow. Uh, so I get there, all excited. Salesmen are cool. They're mm-hmm. really cool people. Mm-hmm. Uh, managers are okay. So, um, all right. So I get a weekend, mm-hmm. and I'm making phone calls. They a hand week us these. into this, not a, a week, week in. Oh, yeah, a week into this. Seven right. days. Seven days. And uh, making phone days. calls. Anyways, uh, they seven ha- days. I give up. <laughs> Don't give up. Anyways, Parker, I'll end you. They hand out these call sheets, is what they're called. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're giving you leads to call to get people in buy mm-hmm. cars. Mm-hmm. So, and there's about thirty numbers on each sheet. Mm-hmm. And each day, I'd go through like two sheets, just calling people. Mm-hmm. And um, on my seventh day in, they call me into the office. Mm-hmm. I get about halfway through the second sheet. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the guys that works in there, one of the managers, said, hey, your probationary period's up. I'm going to need you to sign this. I said, okay. Well, what does this mean? And he said, we're going to have to let you go. Mm-hmm. And I start laughing. I thought he was kidding. Mm-hmm. So he turns That does to- seem like just haze, hazing the new guy. Yeah. That's, that's what I thought it was. So he turned the paper around, and the page said termination report. Mm-hmm. And said, here, I just need you to sign right here. See, I even signed on the line, too. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, wait, so you're serious? And he said, yeah. I said, why? And um, he said, well, we just don't see any productivity coming out of you. I said, I've been here for a week. Mm-hmm. I said, I've been making calls left and right. And he said some jerky things, so I just I took the pen, signed the paper, and walked out. Uh-huh. Okay, so I was talking... When, when you told me this the other day, I told you that I wasn't quite sure that what the probationary period in Georgia was, but I felt like it is longer than a week. Yeah. Like, by law. And I, I was just... I brought up the bill as you were talking, um, and the probationary period in Georgia is three months. Oh, wow. By law. No... Shorter than three months and no longer than 12 months. Yeah. So you can't have a probationary period longer than 12 months, but at minimum, it's supposed to be three months. So I don't know how they are saying they can get around that, but I don't that's know. against the law. Well, I, I, I'm i just, it's water under the bridge. I'm done and over with it. I mean, I mean, there's, there, there's, there's the, I don't know if, um, if it's the vindictive part of me, if it's like the just wanting justice part of me, but like I, I feel like I would do more mm-hmm. for that because you got screwed. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. And, I mean, did your dad, since he's in law enforcement, did he not say anything that that's not lawful? That they. Well, I mean, he he said he didn't know. I mean, uh-huh. I, they don't know the law books. Oh. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. what lawyers do, not yeah, That's Senate Bill three three three. Senate Bill three three three. Yeah, I can send it to you. I mean, I, okay. Whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, I had a job interview yesterday, and they said it went pretty good. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. Do you care about saying where it is or just more? It's at 1888 af- Mills. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Doing what? I don't know yet. Don't. Okay. I told so him I was taking anything. Whatever you could get. Yeah. Okay. I got you. But um, I know it's full time benefits mm-hmm. and all that jazz. So and that's that's not um sales. I mean that's no. I I don't think I personally could do that. I know you have a little bit more of an outgoing personality. Don't snap at me. I'm gonna snap right in the microphone. Don't snap at me. Stop stop diddling that. Uh, you have a little bit more of an outgoing personality than I do, which kind of leans in the favor of sales. But I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Like I I don't want to be that force. Like I like negotiating for. Like when I'm going to buy stuff and um, want to negotiate for a better price, I I, I can do that fine, but Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't feel comfortable pressuring people. See, and that's my weakness right there. I mean, I'm really good at going out and meeting new people, making friends and all, Uh but then once you get to the negotiation part, that's what killed me. Yeah. Um, Just because, I mean, that it puts a big elephant in the room, makes it real tense, Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's not me. Yeah. So. I, I got you. I mean, also keep this in mind. You can go to patreon.com slash catchallpodcast and throw us a couple of dollars. Nice. <laughs> Help Adam get get back on get, get back up get, on that horse. Get me on my feet. Yeah. Yeah. So we um for the first time for you at least. What are you doing? Can we take a transition real quick, Mike? Adam needs to transition. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam is done transitioning. Yes, I'm transitioned. So Wednesday, you and I and Emily's brother Wesley went out and did some Pokemon raids. Yeah. What did you think? Tell tell me about it since it was your very first one you've done. Rayquaza is one of my all-time favorite Pokemans. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to catch this bastard. And you missed your shot twice. I went, no, I did oh, no, two you did more three. after you, you left. Dang. So I was 0 for 4. Parker. You caught your first one. Yeah. Or well, Wesley, technically caught, Wesley, Wesley caught it for you, but the very first one you did, you caught it. The second one you did it. Tried I missed it. the second you one. You tried to catch them all yourself and you missed them, right? Yeah. Okay. So t- tell me about your experience. What do you think? It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I'd never done that before and I mm-hmm. didn't realize we were meeting up with so many people. Mm-hmm. That lady made my Valentine's Day. Yeah. Griffin, for whatever reason, has a very active Pokemon Go raiding community. Yeah. There were people. I did three raids today while I was in town. <laughs> yeah. And I caught all three of them. So now nice. I, I was three for three today. So now nice. I'm three for seven. So that's not, not bad. Yeah. Um, And I mean, there were people like their plan was to go all day. They started this morning and they've done like 11. Nice. So, I mean, the community in Griffin's very active. And for yeah. the most part, all the people are really cool too. So I, yeah. I just didn't know how what you thought about it. Since you're not as avid of a player and don't have as many like good ones just yeah. kind of what these now like. when it first came out i mean I, like everybody else i was really big into mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. but this was before they came out with raids your gen mm-hmm. 2 and gen 3 pokemans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um yeah i i really enjoyed it i liked meeting up with those people mm-hmm. that was that was a lot of fun yeah but um I didn't realize what we were doing. I didn't know what a raid was. Oh, you had no idea. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Okay. But I was also kind of like down in the dumps all day. Mm-hmm. So you like forced me to come out. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun though. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah, the the tier one, two, and if you're really good and play types well, three, you can do those by <laughs> yourself. Uh-huh. It's when you get to the tier fours and then tier fives, which are the legendaries, that you have to meet up with people and you can't just do them by yourself. Rayquaza, 
I think for like super high level people, and if you play types really well, can be yeah. duoed, or you can trio him pretty easily. But when you get a big group like we had, like six, seven, eight, nine people, it's, yeah. it, it gets to be pretty easy. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed so it. So you got you one good Pokemon now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I've got a few. They're just low level. Yeah, they're low level. You need to hatch them eggs. That's where you get um, good Pokemon. Really? Mm-hmm. You got to hatch the eggs. They all hatch, I think, at level 20. <coughs> so mm-hmm. their CP is not going to be great, but their IVs have a potential to be much better than yeah. like stuff you're going to find on the regular. Oh, also, I found a shiny Swablu today. <laughs> oh, really? Like the the little blue kind of bird looking guy with uh, cloud wings. Yeah. He evol- oh, yeah. I caught one of those the other day. He evolves into Altaria, which is a dragon type too. Mm-hmm. I was stuck at a red light on Solomon Street and clicked on the the Swablu that popped up. Boom! Mm-hmm. He was gold. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I caught. One of those, no, it was last night, uh, Brandon and I met up with John Robin and his sister at mm-hmm. um, the movie theater at 945. We went and saw Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And um, before we met up there... Tell me tell me very briefly about Black Panther after this. Okay. Um, but we met up, <coughs> I met up with him at Truett's. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go in there, hang out, and I had a piece of pie. Uh-huh. And we just like talked to the waitresses and all. Yep. And um, so I caught... That one you were just talking about in there last night. Mm-hmm. And like four others. I caught like a Murkrow. Murkrow? Murkrow? Murkrow. The yeah, little caught... uh, crow looking thing that looks like he's wearing a top hat kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I caught one of those last night. Um, mm-hmm. Man, you have so many that to catch that you haven't caught before. Yeah. I caught a Bulbasaur. Mm-hmm. Go back Gen 1. Mm-hmm. And, Do you um, check the IVs of them as soon as you catch them? No, I didn't. Um, what is that? Just to, whenever you catch them, just to kind of help keep your storage like thinned out and stuff. Yeah. Check the IVs. You can go to click on the um, on the Pokemon screen for the particular one you just caught. There's like a little button on the bottom right hand corner. Click that and then click the appraise button. Uh huh. And then I immediately transfer anything that's not a wonder. Yeah. So yeah, I'll automatically delete anything that's not a wonder, <laughs> and then it'll say like which one of its stats are the best, and yeah. then it can I mean have multiple good stats or. If all three, if it mentions all three stats, the likelihood that it's a 100% Pokemon is like relatively high, unless yeah. like all of them are 14 mm-hmm. out of 15. Okay, well, cool. Yeah. So that that and then you can star them up at the top right hand corner, so you can't accidentally transfer a good one. Yeah, but huh. yeah, I'll, I'll as soon as I catch one, I'll automatically appraise it, see if it's trash or not, and then I'll save it if it says it's a wonder. Yeah, you've shown me that before. And trash it if it's anything else. Yeah, unless it's something really good, like the shiny Swablu today that I caught. Is a piece of trash, but he's shiny and super rare. So yeah, well that's cool. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna get back into it. It's fun. It's a fun little time waster. Or like when we went out raiding, it's a fun social game. Emily will come mm-hmm. out sometimes if she's not busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, good deal. Yeah. Um, you want me to tell you about Black Panther? Yeah. Tell me, tell me about the uh, avoid spoilers at all costs because <laughs> yeah. I'll probably I'll try and see it before the next time we record, and the next one we record will be a spoiler cast. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, just avoid spoilers and, yeah. Yeah, it was very good. Really? It had kind of a slow start. Um, it started, and I'm thinking, uh, Not how you feel I, about I don't it, really yeah. know how, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. And um, once it kind of got out of the intro, mm-hmm. it picked up fast. Now, once we, because when Brandon was on the show when we did our Star Wars spoiler cast, Mm-hmm. We talked about getting back together as soon as Black Panther, around the time Black Panther releases <clears> and recording, <throat> kind of talking about MCU and stuff. Yeah. So I think when we do that, I'll ask him to make a ranking, and then the two of us should rank 
independently how we think each of the MCU movies are. Okay. Yeah, that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. But, um... You'll need to watch some because you haven't seen all of them. Yeah, I haven't seen Age of Ultron. Wow. Unbelievable. I just... I, I couldn't get into the Avengers movies. That's like... That's the... I that's know. The, like, I know. the pinnacle of what Parker, the MCU is about. We've been through this. I know. I don't know. Now that I've seen all the other ones, I might actually like mm-hmm. it. Now, except for Thor. I do not like Thor. Really? The movies. Um, Thor Ragnarok's supposed to be really good. They say... I, I have heard that. Yeah, that Thor's character just changes for the better like he becomes a very fun and likable character yeah yeah i do know um <coughs> excuse me um i like what they're doing now ever since like uh civil war mm-hmm. i like how they're kind of tying in the characters a lot more mm-hmm. there's a lot more crossover between yeah. them yeah i love that mm-hmm. um that way they're all kind of mm-hmm. avenger movies right i've been watching through the mcu again because i'd like to watch them all Relatively recently for when Infinity War comes out. Yeah. So, currently I'm on Ant- on Ant-Man. I'm yeah. like almost to the end of Ant-Man. I'm like three quarters of the way through it. Yeah. Now, Infinity Wars, that looks like it's going to be uh, really good. I'm probably going to see that when it comes out. It's, yeah. I think it's in May, so it's soon. And yeah. then the Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out, I think, over the summer too, shortly yeah, after that. Yeah, it does. Um, now, I will say, Black Panther's suit is probably the coolest out of all of them. Really? That adamantium? No, it's a vibranium. Vi- adamantium, freaking X-Men. It's not Wolverine. No, Wolverine. In the in the <coughs> comics, isn't isn't it adamantium? I don't know. I've never read Because I think, yeah, I'm thinking that they had to go with vibranium because it's adamantium's an X-Men thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why they had to make Captain America's shield vibranium and not adamantium. I'm thinking them. Wait, Captain America's shield vibranium? Uh-huh. Really? Uh-huh. But his his shield was made in like the forties. Yeah, with vibranium because Howard Stark says that's all the vibranium that they have because vibranium comes from Wakanda. Yeah, but how did he get it from Wakanda? Because he probably they probably mined it, and at the time that's all the vibranium he can get his hands. No, on. I know that's like just because Wakanda they're very isolated, very yeah, adamant about isolation, not being a part of the. Which spoilers, I won't get too in depth with that. Don't get too in depth. Um, yeah, they're just very adamant about keeping my vibranium to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't specify how he got it, but he said that is all that they have access to, and they went into building the shield with it. I wonder if they'll do that, like, get in-depth with it later on. They probably would. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't see curious. it as that big of a plot point, how <laughs> they got the vibranium for Captain America's shield. I mean, I just want to know. It'd be a yeah. nice little 30-minute segment. Your idea's stupid. You're you're stupid. <laughs> you're but, um, stupid. no, his suit was probably the coolest out of all of them. Really? Yeah, because it had... Did you see Civil War? Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't sure if you saw like his actual debut or I for- not. I forgot he was in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, that's that's where you're introduced to his character. Yeah, but um, his suit. Do you want me to tell you what was special about it? No. Okay. Anyways, yeah, mm-hmm. it was a really good movie. Um, dang it. I want to talk more about it, but nope. go see it. Hurry. Yeah, well, I will go see it. I may have some Fandango gift cards. <laughs> Do it. Um, we played a show at the Masquerade. I don't. Know, it's between. Maybe that is that why I couldn't record. We had to practice. That's what it was. Practice. Okay. For the masquerade. Yeah, that's that. There, there we go. The week before that, I had to, I had to. You came to record at the house because I had to be there for mm-hmm. the handyman. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Now we're straight. I had to practice for playing at the masquerade. So yeah, man, I playing cardiac <laughs> half played at the masquerade 
two weeks ago or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and which was really cool because August Burns Red was supposed to headline there the next night, which it ended up getting moved to the Tabernacle, yeah. which we went to, which we can talk about in just a minute. But yes. man, playing at the Masquerade is fun every time. I bet it's, it it's is. Fun. I wish I had gotten the chance to play at the <clears throat> old building because there was something special about that. And the one at Ponce. Yeah. Yeah. The one at Ponce. But I mean, it's still the same people and stuff. So the atmosphere is basically the same. It's just a different vibe. Yeah. That's. I remember reading that they were closing the one at Ponce. I was pretty freaking upset. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because, like you said, just sentimental value. Been to a lot of shows. My first metal show I ever went to was there. Uh-huh. Two of the bands that we played for, um, the headliner was Bearings. They were from Canada, which mm-hmm. they're pretty cool. And then we played for another band <laughs> who um, played open for Bearings called Hold Close. Mm-hmm. And bearings they were they were the headliners for this tour they were finishing up that was the last night and then they were going down to florida and then they were gonna go on tour with four years strong and open up oh, for them which is pretty cool man yeah they're telling us telling us a little bit about that that they're hooking up with four years strong down in florida and then finishing out their tour so with them cool. mm-hmm. Our, um, <coughs> who is four years strong on tour with right now it's some like random band oh no i'm gonna look that up i don't know but bearings is on it so i know that yeah no, four years strong. I love them. Yeah, we played um, for the first time, at least with me, because I've had to miss the last couple just with like wedding planning and stuff, and not yeah. being able to take off time with work. So this this was my first show since September. Yeah, and Drew and Dylan have been doing a lot of acoustic shows, and then they've done a few with Chris and Ethan without me. But this was the first one we've done full band since September, <clears throat> and it was a lot of fun. We played a new song that's going to be our new single, mm-hmm. which I don't know if they've come out publicly with that but we've played it live so yeah. whatever yeah. um yeah so I, i'm i'm excited this this new song that we're going to have as a single is really cool and i liked playing it live and it was a lot of fun i think it's going to be a real real jivey song it's gonna be, yeah it's going to be fun i'm excited for people to hear it yeah well, cool that's fun to play they're too. on tour with less than jake less than jake you ever listen to them i've heard of them ska 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 yeah, i've heard of, i've heard of less than jake um yeah so the night after we went to the tabernacle and saw uh, August Burns Red, which, I mean, they're just a pleasure to see every time they come through. They yeah. were headlining their uh, Phantom Anthem uh, tour for <coughs> yeah, that, uh, their new album. That was the first time I'd ever seen them headline. Really? You hadn't yeah. seen the, Was every other time, like, a uh, Warp Tour or something? Or they I've only opened? seen them once before, and that was a Warp Tour. Really? And I remember your sister got, like, right up there on the stage, and I, you and I were all the way back in the back. Whoa, I did not realize that's the only other time you saw them. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what okay, what do you think about seeing them headline? It was so much fun. I I almost didn't go. Parker, I know you know the story, but for oh, everybody yeah, else I, listening, I, I've lived it. Um it was when I was still employed mm-hmm. and I was working 9 to 9 that night mm-hmm. and they let me go at 8. Mhm. And I See, this is yeah, this is where the breakdown of communication. This is something I harp on a lot with Emily is that communication is important. Yeah, but I'm not marrying you. I don't know you. why you just didn't communicate to me that because there were four bands going on before <laughs> August Burns Red. The show started at like six thirty, seven o'clock, or something like yeah. that. So it's going to be a while before August Burns Red comes on. If yeah. you get off at eight o'clock, why you wouldn't just like try and call me or something and say, "Hey, what's the situation? Have they gone on yet? Do you think I'll make it there in time?" Mm-hmm. And I thought about, well, I thought about it because I called you and said, "Hey, no, you text me and you were like, when you get off work at nine, you should still." leave from McDonough, come directly here because mm-hmm. you'll still probably make it before they go on. Yeah. Yeah, I, he he texted me at 
like 8.15. I had just gotten to Kim's. We were having a game night. Mm-hmm. I think we were going to play Cards Against Humanity. Mm-hmm. And um, I was sitting on the couch next to Carson. Did this situation right here sums up perfectly why I despise you so much. Let's continue. This, I mean, it's just a perfect situation. It is. Thank you, Weezer. And um, that's a song by them. Anyways. So you text me and I was sitting on the couch and I said, <coughs> my, my face just like dropped because mm-hmm. I really wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I just because I paid like 30 bucks for that ticket mm-hmm. two months ago. Mm-hmm. And we could, then we couldn't even sell it. I couldn't even. And yeah. then I was, I was going to pay you for it and just give it to somebody and I couldn't even give it away. Yeah. That's, I mean, it just, it was fate. But mm-hmm. anyways, um. So, Kim asked me, she said, what's wrong? And, I mean, I just I was bummed out because I really wanted to go, but I didn't think I'd make it. Mm-hmm. And I said, Parker wants me to go to this show, but I don't think I'm going to make it. She said, August Burns Red? I said, yeah. She said, go. You'll make it. She said, you may <coughs> miss a song or two. Mm-hmm. I said, no, I, I, it's already like 8.15, and they're probably going to go on at 9.30. And I was still, no, I was still completely dressed, had my tie mm-hmm. and everything on. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, Adam, get your ass off that couch nice. and go to that show. You have been so excited. Uh-huh. And Good for Kim. I am proud of her. It made me mad, man. She was yeah. talking to me like that. I don't like being talked to like that. You need it sometimes because you're an idiot. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm like, you know what? Screw it. So I had a pillow in my lap and I just chunk it, hit Carson uh-huh. in the face You're hiding your boner. Yeah, always. And, um, oh crap, why did I say that? (laughs) People, I'm kidding. People of Earth, I'm kidding. And, um, so I like rush home Mm. and I called my dad and I was like, hey, when I get home, I'm not going to have any time to talk. Make sure my black jeans are clean. If they're Mm -hmm. not clean, just make sure they're dry. Mm -hmm. So, um, he's like, okay, what's going on? I said, I'm going to a show. Mm. And he said, where? I set up at the tabernacle. He said, okay, be careful. <laughs> so I come flying home, uh-huh. go running in the house, uh-huh. <clears throat> and um, I pull my jeans out of the dirty clothes, put on my little American Eagle bur- burgundy shirt, mm-hmm. and I just go running out the door. And I forgot I left my wallet in my car, Roll so up your I start jeans. freaking out. What? Roll up your tight jeans. Yeah, always. And um, so I go 80 all the way down 1941. And I book it. Like, that's the fastest I've ever driven. I don't think I've ever made it to the Tabernacle from my house in 45 minutes, but I did the That's other crazy. And I made it five minutes before August Burns Red went on. Yeah, that was great. You walked oh, in just in, the, just in the nick of time. And that was that was perfect. Like, mm-hmm. that, that night altogether was just so much fun. It was fun. And, um, like, when you got on my shoulders, <laughs> that was probably the strangest thing I've ever seen you do. And I've seen you do a lot of weird things. See, during Mariana's Trench, they have no... The two other times, two or three other times I've seen that song performed live, mm-hmm. they've called for people to get on their shoulders. So I was just preemptively, all right, like, I'm going to yeah. get on your shoulders. And I don't know if it's a tabernacle thing or whatever, but nobody else got on <laughs> yeah, shoulders. Nobody. We were the only ones, and we had people looking at us. I think I saw a couple of people taking pictures. there, And then there was a uh, security lady that, as soon as I had gotten down, was like two feet from me coming to say to get down. Really? Yeah. I did not because we made that. eye contact and she just kind of nodded at me. I did not see that. Uh huh. Man, that was awesome. And then like how you got on my shoulder because I mean I didn't mind. Was, mm-hmm. You're light enough. I can I can carry mm-hmm. you. And um, so when you were going to get on my shoulders, 
My legs, I mean, my legs are strong, uh, but my knees are not. Uh, you got them bad knees? Yeah, I've got bad knees. So we get over there by the soundboard, mm-hmm. and I like duck down just a little bit so you can get on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And you didn't tell me when you were going to throw your leg over my shoulder. What? So out of nowhere, I just see... Well, how'd you think I was going to get on your back? Well, I knew you were going to. You just didn't tell me when. So I just see in the left peripheral, peripheral. peripheral version of my ear... And there's just a, a nice little converse just resting on my shoulder. There you go. So I panic uh-huh. and I like start to stand up and yeah, I did it early. Throw me off balance, huh? Yeah, throw me off balance. Yeah. So you like I'm you're having to scramble now. <laughs> your leg just like wrapped around my body. Yeah, I'm not gonna let myself fall on that nasty ground. <laughs> and you <laughs> literally shimmied up my body. Yeah. <laughs> like people, if you could just oh, just imagine I this. I could shimmy. Yeah, he, he like climbed my body sideways. It was mm. weird. Mm. So then we go and get in the pit. Oh, the pit. Oh, so much fun. I was sore for like five days after uh-huh. that. My, my, my calf muscles were very sore for like really? three days. Oh, yeah. From the jumping and stuff. <laughs> but so worth it. Oh, my God. They put on such a good good show every time. We've talked. I mean, we talked about them before. We talked about Phantom Anthem specifically. But, man, they, they are just so good at what they do. Mm-hmm. They are. And that was Emily's first metal <laughs> show. I mean, she had a lot. I mean, because she's listened to August Burns Red a little bit because I like them. But, I mean, yeah. she had a lot of fun, and she would go see them again. Yeah. Julia have fun? Yeah, she did. She, well, said I, that, she said that they were good, I mean, at what they do, mm-hmm. just like being a metal band. I don't know if she likes metal like that, mm-hmm. but she appreciates it because she's a musician, so she can appreciate music. Yeah. And I she think said, she... Go ahead. I was just going to say, she said, as a, as a metal band, she said they were extremely good. Yeah. I think she just has fun at life. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. She's very free spirited, mm-hmm. but um, do you remember that girl like trying to fight you in the crowd? I do not. Really? Mm-mm. Like at all? Nope. That was probably the funniest thing I had seen all night, mm-hmm. outside of Emily's cousin pulling me out in front of traffic. Mm. But um, please refresh my memory. What exactly happened? What with the girl or yeah, traffic? No, with the girl. <laughs> oh, all right. So it was. You still... can't start a story and then say, "Hey, remember this," and then not tell a story. Sorry. Sorry. So uh, you get off my shoulders, right? And I asked you. I said, "You want to go?" Or I kind of want to go to the pit. Mm. You said, "Let's go." Mm. Caught me off guard. I didn't think you'd say yes. I, w- I wanted to stay with Emily. I wanted to I make know. sure they. Were That's why I didn't fine. say anything to mm. you. Mm. They're um, they far enough in the back, and I asked her, I was "Like, hey, you mind if we go do this?" And yeah. So we emptied our pockets and emptied started pockets. slithering through the crowd. Yep. And out of nowhere, I lose you. And I look back, and you're just like jumping up and down. I forget what what song what song was it? Mary, it was still Mariana's Mary Trench. Okay. So um, you start jumping up and down, and you know when you're standing in the crowd, you have to keep your arms kind of like up, yeah, almost yeah, yeah. like you're squaring up, getting ready yeah, to fight. Somebody. Yeah, protecting your chest. Yeah. So um, same with your chest. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So you jump up and you push your arms out, kind of like you were. Trying and I don't to, know if you notice, I can jump pretty high. You can, but you were like. It looked like you were trying to start a pit, but uh-huh. I think you were more or less like trying to push yourself up higher. I have a tendency to do that. I push off of people. So this girl turns around. She did not look happy. Mm-hmm. She pushed her, and she was probably Matthew's height. Mm-hmm. She was kind of attractive, mm-hmm. wearing all black, black hair, nice. uh, you know, hardcore chick. Yeah. And she turned around and yelled, what the F? And... I'm like, oh man, Parker's about to get it. Let's go. Let's go, little girl. So she pushed you, and you were like on cloud nine, just laughing. (laughs) She pushed you back on the crowd. I'm like, she's not having fun. (laughs) So I like, I remember grabbing your shirt and just dragging you through the crowd. Okay, see, this is what I don't understand. Is like, why, 
what are you expecting at a oh, metal yeah. show midway in the crowd to the front? You should expect like these. This is going to be happening. You know the environment you're getting yourself. I into. agree. That's how it was at the main too. Like all these younger chicks going to these shows, not wanting to get touched mm. and all. Well, look here, sweetheart. There, you're going to. You're, there's a sea of people, and you're going to touch some things you don't want to touch, <laughs> and yeah. you have to be okay with that. You have to accept it. Yeah. But I remember one time. At the main, I mm-hmm. uh, went with Kim, Will, and Becky. Mm-hmm. <coughs> we get there, and um, what are you good? Ding. Oh, oh, it was a text. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Will and I go to the bar. We mm-hmm. we're like directly in the middle of the crowd. We go to the bar to get some drinks, mm-hmm. and um, we're trying to like work our way back into the crowd, and nobody's moving. Mm-hmm. So I looked at Will and I said, "Just follow me," mm-hmm. and I just start pushing. Nice. And so many girls just turned around and gave me the stank eye. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, so you're at a show, uh-huh. a rock and roll show. Which, for the most part, rock and roll shows are not seating arrangements. Yeah. It's standing room only, and that's, that's the environment. Yeah. And there, I'm just I'm holding my drinks up, trying mm-hmm. not to spill them, and mm-hmm. they're just giving me all sorts of stinky faces. Stinky doo-doo <laughs> faces. Yeah. So... Don't go to a rock show if you don't want to get pushed around. Right. Moral of the story. Moral of the story. How about let's uh, put a local catch right here. What you say? Local catch is where we take a song by a local band and play it in its entirety. If you or somebody you know would be interested, please email us at catchallpodcast at gmail.com. An MP3 of your choice and then a short little description of your band. And we'll be happy to put it in the show. Yes. So let's uh, let's uh, figure out what we're going to listen to. All right, ladies and germs, you're familiar with Cardiac Half. We got an EP. I've heard of Cardiac Half. Yeah, you should listen to it. Yeah. This week, we are going to play Must Confess, one of the tracks from our EP, Let's Be Real Here. So please sit back and enjoy.
but the truth is I am failing I am not what I've made myself out to be I wish I could fall on my knees and beg you to come and save me once more please Come and save me, come and change me everybody we have been catch all podcast you can find us on all that kind of social media stuff facebook instagram twitter just search catch all podcast if you like listening to your shows on soundcloud we can (coughs) provide you with that (laughs) (laughs) we're on soundcloud if not uh go to apple podcast search catch all podcast we're there or any other podcast service and if we're not there let us know and we'll be there and if you really enjoy the show be sure to head over to patreon.com slash catchallpodcast. Throw us a couple bucks. $25 will get you a seat on the show. And then for that week, the show is yours. So we can talk about whatever you would like. And also, if there are any sort of topics that you want us to talk about, um, I don't know, post it on our wall on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, tag us, send it in our DMs on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Sliding on into the DMs. Mm-hmm. Do people still say that? There's DMs on Instagram, too. You can DM it on oh, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, that's what we want the show to be, an open platform where we can be free and talk about whatever. We're just trying to figure out life together, so. That's why we're called Catch All. Yeah. Anything. anything. Let's go. Um, so yeah, have a good week, and we'll be back in two weeks with a brand new episode talking about Black Panther spoilers in full. Thank you. <laughs>